what is up guys this is pinzo back with another episode of the nerd hub podcast i'm of course here with my co-host exelon good to be here and it's uh, feels good to be doing another another nerd hub we haven't done one of these for a little bit but uh, I, I always like when we do get to sit down and actually record one of these yeah it's a lot of fun yeah yeah of course always 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 so we uh we've got actually a pretty interesting we've got a, we've got a nice little uh we've got some nice things on the on the menu for today what do you think yeah i think i think we've got some good stuff why don't we say we just jump right into it yeah i'm cool with that i'm cool with that so starting us off we have uh movies but specifically the the superhero genre right this is something that it, it was sort of around you know in in the in the old days in like the 80s 60s even you know like they had these sort of superhero movies they weren't really good until like the mid 2000s you know like iron man uh and then they were really good for like 10 years and now they're sort of like dropping down again uh what do, what do you think about about all of that Exxon? i think it's it's interesting because like we kind of hit the like you mentioned in like the 2010s we hit like the golden era of superhero movies or really like ju- really when marvel hit its stride and was just making banger after banger after banger and it w- there was a consistent release of things and like and all of the movies with some very few exceptions were really really good there were good batman movies coming out like the superman movies weren't too bad um and now we've started to see like and maybe it's just been like the last like year or two like a lot of regression with the superhero movies and like what's what's changed with with the genre and i don't think it is just the fact that like there's been a couple of bad movies and i don't think it's the fact that it's like become totally mainstream because he like likes it too much I, i i don't think it's that either so you think the movies themselves actually have dropped in quality? That's kind of what you're saying. Oh yeah, I I think like this this is a little bit of a call up. But once The Rock starts doing movies, the movie quality generally goes down because he did Black Adam for. <laughs> I would I would tend to DC. agree a little a little and bit of a call out, but I would tend to agree. Well, he he does a bunch of cash grab movies. There's a reason why he's done six Fast and the Furious movies, and why he's doing like a third Jumanji movie, and why he's hopping on this DC train. It's because it's a cash grab. Like, has like The Rock's never been nominated for an Oscar? I don't think. I, I have no of- idea. I I don't keep up with that enough. I I mean, like, I understand what you're where you're where you're coming from. I do agree that. Uh, you know, even not not necessarily just the rock, but that like movies, the superhero genre of movies has been like kind of on the on the steady decline since you know, in, in my opinion, it sort of started like even even maybe uh, you know an end game ish, right? Is about when it started going into COVID, especially a lot of a lot of superhero stuff got like put into television series and and uh, straight to streaming and stuff like that, like Black Widow. Um, yeah. And those movies were just not as good. And I don't, you know, I obviously I have no idea if 
uh, the pandemic is to blame for any of that. Maybe those movies would have sucked in theaters, right? But, um, you know, I, I have no idea if the pandemic is actually the blame. It's, it's tough to say, but, you know, I, I think that that's definitely, like, when it started dropping these this quality. Yeah, I think that the, the biggest thing that I've seen that's consistently um, across IPs and like just across like Marvel, DC, is that everyone right now lacks direction. Nobody knows what's going on with the MCU. So we're like, oh, we're building up to uh, like multiverses and like having like this ma absolutely massive universe. But like, there's no consistent villain like there was for 10 years. Like Thanos was that impending doom. I mean, the when did we learn MCU about Thanos? Did we, when, when, when was the first we saw Thanos? 2012. 2012 post-credit scenes Avengers is when he says final okay. do it myself for the first time. That's what I thought. And and now we don't know what's going on. We don't really have anything to look forward to in like big Avengers movies. Like we we don't have anything like that. And there's just no direction. And DC's running into a similar a similar problem where like they released the Justice League movie they and like the Snyder Cut but now they're doing like a bunch of one-off movies and kind of character building movies and there's they're not necessarily building to anything there's no like there's no big bad there's no defined villain there's no big problem that we're running into like we're not ha like there's no there's no Thanos yeah, there is no Thanos. There's no Dark Side. There is no Galactus. There is no Mephisto. There, like, there's no like, there's no big like big bad that like comic nerds can like hop on the train and like spark theories about that are like that are like, oh, what's this person gonna be like? There's been a lot of allusions to things like that of like, oh, what if so and so showed up and people get excited about it and theory channels like will say something of like oh like we have this theory but nothing's confirmed yet I'm like confirm something get us excited get me excited about what's to come for the next three or four movies but all we have is a timeline right now and with marvel fatigue going on and just consistent like release of things on disney plus that are kind of mid that aren't going to affect the overall story i'm i'm just not excited for it like it, it yeah, I, I mean, good. I see where you're coming from, for sure. Um, it, it is it is interesting to see, like, the, the, the decline, right? Because Endgame obviously was sort of a, a fairly hard cutoff to the, to the initial, you know, buildup of, of the Avengers, the MCU, etc. And now you're in this, this stage where you have, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of good examples, but like, one division that really doesn't lead up to anything loki that really doesn't lead up to anything uh doctor strange in the multiverse of madness like maybe sort of leads up to something like it fully introduces the multiverse i guess which was had sort of been like half half acidly uh inserted to the mcu a couple times and then you have stuff like uh ant-man quantumania and shazam that are just like kind of mediocre movies all around right that that aren't really yeah. like they don't really do anything it's not like you know back in uh 20 i don't know whatever that would have been 2015 when you have uh 
a mediocre Marvel movie come out. I'm trying to think of, of one off the top of my head. Ant-Man. Um, you know, it's it's you at least know that it is a lead up to to Endgame, right? You at least know that something it's it's there for a reason, right? Now we just don't know yeah. if there is a reason, which I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they actually do have some of this scripted out. But uh, if there is a reason, we just don't know what it is. Yeah, and it's kind of leaving me like lacking or just wanting more. And it's like it's like a cliffhanger, except you're not invested enough to actually keep reading. Yeah, it, it exactly. Um, and I gotta say, like, I'm a little disappointed in DC right now because after the Snyder Cut, I was and seeing Shazam. I was really excited to see where it went because I was like, those were two like pretty good movies. I was really surprised with Shazam. It was a funny movie. Shazam was a very fun little standalone movie. Yeah. And I, I thought they could have taken it a little bit more or or gone and like ran with it, but like black Adam kind of sucked. And the next Shazam movie was uh, in the same boat. It was very mid. Uh, I, I agree. Mid. Like I, with DC specifically, I I would consider myself never more than hopefully optimistic. Um, I really don't. Uh, I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in DC. To be completely honest with you, I think Shazam was a fluke. Um, I think the Flash movie coming out is going to be very bad. Like, actually, I, I think that it... I Okay, so I uh, we'll, we'll get into some of this later, but the, I was at the movies today, and we saw an extended Flash trailer, um, and it just was... N- it did not look good. It looked like they had... It looked like they had about four cuts of this movie on the cutting room floor because it's, it's all about oh. time travel and stuff, and it looked like they didn't know what they wanted the movie to be. And I got that from the trailer, so hopefully I'm wrong maybe it'll be good it's still ezra miller who i don't know how that happened but <laughs> like re- like right i thought that guy was like i thought he was off the grid what happened <laughs> i didn't think right? they were gonna release the movie with him to be honest um, yeah um but i yeah, will like- say also sorry uh, asterisk uh coming up i saw this morning actually a trailer for the blue beetle movie which is another really for those of you who don't know who blue beetle is uh realistically picture him as the dc equivalent to spider-man a young kid gets powers but like you know kind of smart ass quippy sort of guy is is kind of is kind of where he is sort of the the personality very similar to spider-man like personality wise um but but he's he's the blue beetle and i saw a trailer for it it's live action is it live action no, it's not. It's animated. I'd, I'd have to look again. I literally don't remember. Because I've seen... Again, I want to. I went to the movies today. So I've seen 10 trailers today. Um, but the point is that it looked pretty good. It is live action. Okay, I was right. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's, oh. I, I was going to say, I thought so. But I also was. I, I also have the Spider-Verse trailer in my head, which is another one that yeah. we can talk about. Um, but yeah, I'm... Blue Beetle, it, it, the trailer is very good it actually does look quite good um it, it's the, the guy's name is jaime he's very he's very entertaining um the the character is at least again i, I don't know about the movie the actor seems to be good the movie is it's an origin story it could could be it could be a dc you know revival we'll, we'll see yeah i've been like kind of i've 
been wanting DC to do well for a long time. Like, I thought Wonder Woman was a good movie. Yep. I really like Henry Cavill as an actor. Um, I thought Shazam was good. And yep. I thought after the Schneider cut, I'm like, okay, we've got some momentum a little bit. And then the Suicide Squad. And then the Suicide Squad came out and they laid an egg. And I was like, okay, like, not, not your best, but I'll give you another shot. And then Black Adam came out. And I'm like, okay, you've gone 0 for 2. And I'm not entirely sure how. And then, the, like, within somewhere in there, the second Wonder Woman came out. That, yeah, was it, that one was a yikes. Good. Okay. Like, I love Gal Gadot. I think she's awesome. But. Yeah, she, I, I don't great. even think, like, I don't think any of the actors in the DC universe, are, like, I really don't think it's their fault. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. No, I, I don't think it's it, not. I, don't think I really it's, don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's them. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that DC is definitely more hit or miss. Um, but the MCU now, like, I'm trying to think the last MCU movie that I went to that I thought was, like, actually, like, good, good probably would have been No Way Home. Yeah, I think so too. I thought I so I said like Wakanda Forever was eh. different, but also like it was it. kind of it kind of felt like it was setting up other things. Like it kind of felt like it was like a decent chunk of that movie was to set up Ironheart or Heart of Iron or whatever. Um, I I was very mid on on Wakanda Forever. It like. It was different. It will. I, I actually kind of liked that they tried something different that was like a little bit more somber and a little bit more like a little less um, MCU y. Yeah, I like. I liked that. I thought that was cool. Um, but also, movie still wasn't great. Like it was kind of yeah. it. It was slow, and it lost. I think it lost a lot of momentum halfway through the movie, and it did not do a great job of picking that momentum back up. No, it's, I mean, it's definitely interesting to just see, you know, uh, 10 years ago, right, you know, you had kind of uh, these these superhero, these comic book, you know, they, they were for nerds 10 years before that, and then 10 years ago, they were actually like these really big movies that, you know, anyone could watch, you didn't have to be a nerd that read the comics to be able to, you know, watch and understand and like enjoy, you know, an Avengers movie, and then now you get to the point where uh, they're sort of phasing out, right? Like it's just—it's very interesting to look at the at the uh, like the fifteen-year lifespan that was peak, you know, superhero movies, at least from what we've seen. Yeah, and we're—I'm like gonna laugh when the next Marvel movie comes out, whatever it is, and it's gonna be amazing, and we're like, why yeah, right. did we ever doubt exactly. that? Like, yeah, it's like it's a great genre, but like. You laid a couple eggs, like you 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 whiffed a little bit. Yeah, Sorry. no, it it'll be. I'm very interested to see because like the next big one, I think, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, comes out in May. I hope it's good. I want it to be good. Like it's, I, it's gotta be entertaining. I don't think there's any way you let James Gunn direct a third guardians of the galaxy and it comes out bad like i don't i don't think that's really uh, like an option i it might not be the best of the three i think the first two are both very very good and i think it's going to be tough for him to one up the previous guardians movies but i don't think there's any way that that comes out and people are like damn that was a bad movie yeah like i 
I, I would agree with that. I I like that. I like that. I that's a good take. That's not a hot take. I think that's a good take. Uh, th I think that one was a pretty cool take. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's something that people would agree with. I mean, James Gunn has done a fantastic job. I would be really surprised if he messed one up. Yeah, I actually. So originally, I thought James Gunn kind of like caught lightning in a bottle with the first one, and I'm like, oh, there's no way that like he does the same thing again like the first time around i'm like wow like this was really surprising and really good and then when the second one came out or when they announced the second one i was like okay hey, there's no way there's in no hell. he can't do it again like yeah no i thought i was like there's no way that he he does this there's no way that like this works again it was a gimmick and it was a fun gimmick and i was like oh it's not a gimmick it's real you're like, like wait he actually did do it again yeah this is like he did do it again this was this is pretty cool no, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got something special. Did you watch the the Suicide Squad, the new one? No. <laughs> you, you haven't? Okay. That's I ha also... I haven't gotten all the way through it. I haven't got all the way through it. That I... is also James Gunn directed, and there are a couple oh. points where it's very obvious. Like, like, even to the point where I was watching the movie the first time, didn't know he was directing it, and that was the first thing I was waiting for on the credits was there were a couple scenes and i'm like wow that looks straight out of a guardians of the galaxy movie did james gunn direct this and he did um obviously that's like you know where i kind of kind of know the style from i don't know if he directed stuff before that but like it, yeah. you know it, it's obvious that he has a talent like he he does have a a very good knack for making entertaining movies so i'd be very surprised if he fumbled on guardians 3 well, I, I'm rooting for him. Hopefully, James Gunn can save the MCU. I, I agree. Um, well, speaking of speaking of lightning in a bottle, uh, there's some there's a, there's another another company another game that is coming out with a a sort of uh, one a once a one time thing. Uh, you you know a little more about this, so you want do you want to take this one? I will. So, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro recently announced that they are going to be printing a serialized one-of-one one copy of the One Ring as their partnership with uh, Lord of the Rings or their Lord of the Rings set. So, there will be a copy of a card called the One Ring that has a serial number on it that says one-of-one. One. It is a singular copy of a card that is completely legal to play in tournaments. Um, but it is a huge collector's thing, um, and there's been a lot of mixed reactions with, is this the coolest thing ever? Is this the dumbest thing ever? Um, there's also serial, serialized versions of um, Soul Ring, a card in Magic, that are um, either Elven, Dwarven, or Human Rings, and I think there's... Do you know like the Lord of the Rings that are like, th it's like three rings went to the dwarves or seven rings went to the dwarves, 10 went to the humans and- uh, What is it? Three went to elves, seven to dwarves and 10, 10 to mortal, 10 to mortal men, I think? Yeah, it's 10 to mortal men. So there's gonna be a th three, three so went to the elves. Yeah, so th there's gonna be 300 elven style uh, uh, soul rings, 700, dwarven style and a thousand uh human style as additional collector things but like the big headliner is the one ring it's the one ring in magic the gathering and it is one of one and i gotta ask what's your opinion on it 
I think it's I want to say it's a good idea okay here's here's where I find a a bit of a hang-up on this is like what are the odds that someone because I'm, I'm trying I was I was just looking it up I was trying to find out where it's available because my guess is that this is not going into random random boosters right I'm assuming it's this is going in some kind of special special pack uh, collector boosters which are like $30 a booster that include like fifth like 12 to 15 12 or 15 all like foil or promo style cards okay. um, and they've been they've been doing collector boosters for like three years now so it's not like a totally new thing that they're doing and they've been doing collector boosters for like every single set to actually um, decrease the price of of magic because like the more copies and more versions of a card there is out there it will help satisfy demand yeah, yeah. so it's actually helped decrease the cost of magic because there's a lot of copies going out there and people are trying to to whale hunt and find the big score or the big foils that pay for your box or something like that mm-hmm. like, or like get like a, a foil red heartless hitatugu from kamigawa that's like three grand or something like that okay and okay. like those are those are in collector boosters um interesting and the one ring i gotta be said when it was first announced i thought it was awesome because i honestly think it's gonna be so poetic because i think the the idea is perfect okay the idea is perfect i'm just a little bit worried about execution i yeah i would i think well okay what worries you about the execution um i just like like i i don't the fact that it's random, it could be anyone, you know, it, it's like, I don't know. The, the the idea of one of one straight up collector's items, right? Obviously, this is this is going to be something that uh, no matter who pulls it, I'm assuming you're selling this to to the highest bidder pretty much ASAP, right? Like that's sort of that I'm, I'm assuming that's pretty much what's happening here, right? This is going to be like a tens of thousands of dollar card. Um, yeah. The idea there's of printing are, something already a ten thousand dollar bounty out for it, like somebody I, already I would, That's gonna it's gonna be ten times that by the time someone actually sells it. I if you w- sell so, it to the yeah, first I've, person, you're an idiot. Okay. Yeah, I've actually talked to a lot of collectors out there, and the general consensus is is that it's gonna sell up for a about a hundred thousand dollars that, that, was, that would have been, that would be my guess is like a low six figures high five figures is is what you're gonna see this yeah because they're like it's not where it's not going to be worth more than a black lotus we we think i don't know of, i don't know dude how much is black lotus right now how much how much could i buy a black lotus for half a million dollars depending okay, are you, black are you lotus, lying it, to me like actually i mean i'm you know like alpha beta lotus right it it depends on whether it's alpha, beta, graded and the grade of the I'm card, sure. like graded card like that. Okay. Like there was one potential graded, uh, like a ten. Well, because I'm sure there are Lotus no published. ten out of ten black lotuses that exist anymore, right? There was there was a potential one that was like a nine five that was spec to go for one point eight million. If it was a ten out of ten, you mean? 
Yeah, if it was a 10 out of yeah. 10. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's different because that's that's such, I mean, that's a 25-year-old card or whatever it is that is, you know, uh, would have to be in mint condition 25 years later, right? So that's a little different. Yeah. The idea of printing a one-of-one one collector's item is and and then making it random right i i feel like that's that's the thing for me is that it is it's completely random i i don't i guess i don't have a better way of how you would give it away except being random you know i i don't know how else you would do that but it's uh i i i i don't know i i think it's a cool idea the card looks sweet um it's gonna be you know hella proxied but um I, i'm very i'm very curious to see what happens with it because i again i i'm a little on the fence but uh it's a very cool idea that the idea the the vision behind it is beautiful i love the idea of you know printing a the one ring in a set you know combining with lord of the rings i wonder what they do moving forward yeah i am excited because i like i want it the, the way that it plays out in my head is just it's poetic because the one ring for the longest time it got lost to history that's what it was is that it got lost it was the, well, it that's was the, the thing what if power, someone pulls this and wanted, doesn't tell anyone that's the best part but then everyone's gonna think it's a fake let them think it's a fake let them think it's a fake for some reason, I want that. I want somebody to pull it and not do it. Or it's like, or somebody to like... Hide it? I want, yeah, to hide it. I want somebody to like Willy Wonka golden ticket. Make, make, but a, like, make it, a treasure map? Well, maybe not make a treasure map, but like have somebody open it up and then it gets traded a couple times that comes out oh it was a fake it was it was like like in the in um in charlie and the chocolate factory like the first one where the, the yeah, ticket yeah. was fake and they felt like i want it to be like that that's how it plays out in my head uh, of yeah this, this perfect ending but every single time you open up a pack it's the ring wants to be found the ring wants to be found it's trying to be found it's so poetic and empathetic of the books and i like i love it the vision is there i want it to be there i like part of me just doesn't even want it to ever be opened and somehow some way it just gets lost to history i i think it would be i i agree that it, it's like it's got potential and it'd be really cool like if you could have a way to you know like keep it secret for not like not like years necessarily but like just like just even for a little bit just a little bit would be enough to to make it you know like just that much cooler because it'd be like where yeah. is it everyone would be like it has to have been opened right the set's been out for a week yeah. it has to be opened by now yeah it, like you have something like somehow you get video evidence of you opening it up and being like i'm gonna keep this for two years yeah or, right. i'm gonna keep this till something happens and you only like you don't tell anybody or you tell exactly i feel, I feel like you would have like, to tell no one yeah, you'd have to tell no one and then like you build a commander deck one day and then you play it against your friends one day and you're just like you cannot play that card do not put that card in a deck for the love of god <laughs> do not See, shuffle part... the one ring okay 
please. But, 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 what if you did? And nobody would know. What if you just like, like, what, what if you just like set it on fire? You pull it at an event, you pull out your lighter and you set it on fire. Who would stop you? It's your card. I don't know. I don't know who stops you. It's it's wild to think about. I, I like I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's very um. I I like it. it. Like the idea of it is fun because it can go a lot of places. I really hope like some big channel doesn't open it on an unboxing and it's yeah, like that, oh, I think look, that would like, be the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, the like like the, the smaller like, the the le the less likely of someone to open it that opens it, the better it is. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I'm very curious to see where they go with it. I do think the odds of somebody opening it are better than people think because, like, this has to be in a single print run. Like, it is one card in a single print run of cards. So, there are odds to opening this. It's not, like, totally, completely, absolutely impossible. I'll buy a couple packs. Yeah, it's something, it's something where, like, I... Like, I remember telling, like, my family about this, and they were like, okay, like, I might have to get you a pack as a gift, or, like, or, or it's like, I might get myself a pack or something like I that. I mean, it is like a Willy Wonka kind of thing, you know, his, his grandpa or whatever buys him a chocolate bar instead of, I don't know, paying the rent or whatever it was supposed to be. I don't know, yeah. I know, but... I don't know, man. It, it's very interesting. I, I, I'm very curious to see where they can go with it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Speaking of new releases and things that have okay, not bad. also not bad. old things. Uh, Counter-Strike 2 is coming out. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, the first Counter-Strike came out in like, I don't know the actual year, so I'm going to give you guys a very brief history because I don't know because I've never played Counter-Strike, but uh, the first Counter-Strike came out like 1996 and then there was uh, CS uh, 1.6, which came out in like the beginning of the 2000s and then there was source that came out like or maybe source came out like 2006 or 2007 and then csgo came out uh in like 2013 or something like that again rough dates i don't i don't know for sure i, I didn't do my research i apologize but um now we have counter strike 2 coming out this is uh, it's it's like been sort of playable like in a beta or something for like the last week or two and um, It's basically the same as CSGO like, you know, the, the the idea is the same the gun It's still attack shooter all that kind of stuff, but it's on the it's on a new engine I'm not exactly sure what po I'm not positive what engine it is on But it has some crazy stuff going on. So the biggest thing that I've seen highlighted is new smokes so smokes in CS are uh, or in or in CS:GO, are you know you toss them down and it's a, it's just a circle. It goes through all terrain and just makes a circle. So like if you smoke this the bottom floor, the top of the smoke will poke through into the top floor, right? That like it's just a circle. It goes through everything. In CS2, these smokes are dynamic, so it releases a set amount of smoke that will spread through an area. So if you smoke like a small tunnel, like a sewer tunnel, it'll smoke the entire tunnel because it has enough smoke to fill it all. 
um, which is really, really cool. It's a really cool idea. I think they did a great job. And then on top of that, the smokes, um, if you throw a grenade into a smoke, when it explodes, it will disperse the smoke for like a two, for like a second or two, and then the smoke comes back. Or if you shoot bullets through the smoke, uh, the, the smoke will move around your bullets so you can see through it a little bit uh it's just it's really cool the smokes are gonna change the game a lot for those of you that know like how cs is played uh smokes matter like smokes are probably the most important thing in the game uh they matter a lot and this is going it's literally gonna completely change the game but the game looks really nice it's on a new engine it's a really odd like people have been sort of speculating about cs2 for a while but uh now it's here yeah i think that this is going to be the revival of the franchise because like i don't know about your friend group but like all of my friends play cs like on the side and i've also played it a little bit on the side and it was like something fun but then valorant came out and they're like let's just play valorant instead like i should like we shouldn't like yeah my friends are i I do not have friends that are cs gamers all my friends are like dota gamers right so this is something like I never had anyone to get me into it. So, uh, being the reason that I didn't play it, I never, I've never played Counter Strike. I watch a decent amount of Counter Strike because I think that you know e- the esport behind it is pretty entertaining. But um, like this is it's 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 something new, right? We saw Fortnite obviously like two years ago or three years ago go into like Fortnite Two, right? They called it Chapter Two, but it was basically like Fortnite Two. Uh, and you've seen. There's a le- what? There's another game that that recently did a two, and I can't think of what it was. But uh, the point being that this is kind of becoming more common, like to get these older games onto newer engines, or maybe it was Fortnite again, right? Fortnite just update up- updated its, its engine again, actually, like within the last two or three months. Um, Fortnite three. Uh, but you know, it's interesting to see these older games update their engine and try and you know stay on top of it but without necessarily creating, like, a brand new game. Oh, Overwatch 2. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Uh, tangent. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch 2. Same game, new engine, right? They, they completely updated the engine for the game. Um, very Otherwise, very similar game. Like, obviously, Big Balance came through, that kind of stuff. But uh, Overwatch 2, right? So these games are trying to stay relevant by updating their engines and that kind of stuff. It's, you know, it, it's sort of this new wave of gaming where 20 years ago, you couldn't, you couldn't update the engine on Halo 2, right? You know, you made Halo 3 instead, right? So it's it's yeah. like new age gaming. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it because part of me is like, yes, like this is going to revive the franchise because skins are transferable and there's like an actual like trading scene behind Counter-Strike and like people opening up knife skins and stuff like that that are worth like a Absurd solid amount of money. money. Yeah, like, just stuff like this. Um, but also part of me thinks that it could go the Overwatch 2 route. That Because I think, is Counter-Strike 2 going to be, is it going to be free? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I okay, don't know. Then I, I have no idea. I have... I have a lot more faith in it because like Overwatch 2 was like reskinned Overwatch that was like updated engine but like also same game and it didn't change enough um, of the game for the general public to like or like gamers to be like yeah I'll give this a try but like this thing was like an updated physics like this game was from 
two th like the two thousands, like, like 20, the physics 2013 or something like that. Like relative to now and like current physics engines and graphics and what we're kind of capable of and what we expect and what we know is out there and can be done with games. Exactly. I have a lot more faith in something like this than like Overwatch that was like, it didn't really change a whole, like an insane amount. And you can say like, oh yeah, they changed this and this and this. They didn't change the core of the game. This smoke change, if you play, if you play tack shooters, Smokes are literally more important than aiming, right? Like, you know. Oh like... yeah, like it's, it changes so much of the game and like the entire dynamic of the game. And I'm actually really excited for this. I am a little worried that you're gonna run into the issue of like a skill curve um, being really, really high because you're gonna get a lot of CS already CS has that though like yeah but like a lot of tax shooters have that already where you have these people that have un like godlike reaction times that have spent thousands of hours in like in aim uh in the like the aim trainer shooters and stuff like that that are like specifically to practice shooting in certain games or to practice bullet patterns and things like that i'm a little worried that that's gonna be a thing but also, I mean, that's a thing in any game, though. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's, it, that's always going to be a thing. I, I'm very interested to see where it goes. Because, like, obviously, it's going to be new. Um, you know, is CSGO going to instantly die when this comes out? You know, I, I don't know. It could. Maybe it doesn't. Um, could you know, be like Overwatch, Melee. Obviously, like Overwatch straight up updated the game, right? Overwatch 1 doesn't exist. It's not like I can load Overwatch 1 and go play it, right? So, uh, it, it's it's interesting to see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. And so, one of the things with like Counter Strike and like those those higher level games that you see is there's a lot of toxicity like running around, and there's a lot of um, I always say like funny stories um, of like hearing people or like screenshots of like yeah, my friends yeah, will yeah. send like the Discord of like like absolutely heinous shit. And oh, it gets bad. Say, oh, it gets like it gets like real bad. Like, so I I gotta ask you like right now, what yeah, is yeah, lay the on me. worst thing that you have heard? Like the most heinous hate crime thing that you've heard or seen in a gaming lobby oh that's a good one all right um well i'm probably gonna have to go with okay that, that was, was a pretty a really good segment insightful session. Like, yeah, it, that, that, that was, was, really that was a pretty good segment but uh we'll probably have to cut that for the full release I would say so. I Man, I, I cannot with, legally chicken. My lawyer that, has recommended that I that <laughs> I cut the the previous segment. Yeah, that thing with the chicken, that was something I hadn't heard about before. You you pick up some things, you know. I've been I've been through I've I've been through League, I've been through Smite, I've been through, you know, Overwatch, a couple other shooters, you know, you do you do pick up some things here and there. So, uh yeah, yeah I uh, unfortunately I legally cannot repeat those, but uh, <laughs> Neither can I, dude. <laughs> you, I, even, even unlegally, you probably shouldn't repeat those, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh... <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on, we have 
something that you said you're you're gonna do this tomorrow but this is something i did today because i'm way cooler than you right sure okay thank you i i was waiting for approval yeah um, I went and saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It came out March 31st, uh, which was a couple days ago as of recording this. So I went and saw it today. I was pleasantly surprised, actually. I thought that going into this movie, I thought that it was going to be very campy and, you know, maybe a little bit too, you know, if you didn't play Dungeons and Dragons, you wouldn't get it. It was was my worry. Obviously, I played Dungeons and Dragons. I knew I was like I, I this. I'm I'm the target audience for this movie. I was not necessarily worried about me, but you know, is this something that is it is it something I could take my parents to go see? You know, that kind of thing was was my question. And I would say yes, actually. I, I would say that that you know this is something you can see with the whole family. It's it's highly entertaining, start to finish. Um, the actors are all actually really good like for for a show for a, a movie where i looked up the cast list afterward i mean i know like actually know i'm gonna say three actors in this in this entire movie but everyone was very good like i mean these actors that i don't know off the top of my head were they all did very very good jobs very entertaining movie um if you play Dungeons and Dragons or you do like fantasy things, you know, if you're a Lord of the Rings enjoyer or something like that, like I do think you get a little bit more enjoyment out of it. Like I think you just understand all of it a little bit more. But even if you're not, I, I found it very entertaining. It was it was it was highly it was very funny. It was it was very action packed. The action was good. It wasn't cut up like Marvel movies, you know, like it wasn't vomit inducing, uh, you know, uh, cutting in the fights and second. stuff. Yeah. It was like it looked like it was actually choreographed and the actors were actually doing the things that their characters were doing um the the druid dude uh i i gotta look it up because her name is lilith something the chick who plays the druid so no sorry sophia lillis is the woman who plays the druid doric in the movie um possibly the most attractive like character i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> i'm not i'm not i like i i don't have a better way to put it she is a tiefling druid and she literally the entire theater the first time you see her my entire theater you could hear everyone whispering the same thing it was uh it was it was very funny on top of everything else but the movie was i was very surprised it was very good um, like it's something that I, I could take my parents to go see and I think they would enjoy it you know it's not like they would be there and they think it's lame or whatever you know there's the there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's straight up funny whether you're like wh whether you're a D&D &D nerd or not yeah that's good I like that that it's it is for the people that it is for not just us I did kind of like selfishly want the like the nods to maybe something like Critical Role. Like I haven't, I obviously haven't seen the movie yet. But like, I won't something... say. I will not say there are not nods to Critical Role. Okay, because I like there's there's just the the selfish part of me like wants there just to be like a little nugget somewhere that I, I'm like ah. Oh, well, okay. and I'll say I'll say there are those nuggets if you play Dungeons and Dragons there are things you will catch in this movie 
that no that you know people who don't play Dungeons and Dragons will not understand. Uh, but I, I guess my point was that it's not so overt shoved down your throat that if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, you're not like, what? Why did he say that like that? That was kind of weird. But if you do play Dungeons and Dragons, you're like, oh, haha, I get that. You know, like like it's funny if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but you you get a little bit of extra tidbit on it if you do. Um, it's like it's it's just got a lot of inside jokes that people who play D and D would understand. It does have uh, at least one critical role nod that I that I got. There there might be more, but I I definitely caught one of them. Um, but it, it's just like all around actually a very entertaining movie. There are some things I, I there were a couple things I definitely didn't expect. There were some things that just like were were actually really funny and just a, a very well put together together movie like i'd go see it again in theaters yeah i'm i'm seeing it tomorrow and i'm excited especially because so like i went to i was originally gonna go see it like the day that it came out and like all of the theaters were packed and i couldn't get good seats so i'm like i'm gonna go on tuesday because i've got like five dollar tuesdays at a local theater so i'm like i'll go then and i was kind of thinking i'm like okay like day one release day is gonna be everybody who plays DD, loves DD, and like wants to go see this and has been hyping this up and we're yeah. like we finally we've had our champion we have our like this is our our love child whatever and then i started checking dates for the day after and the day after and like theaters were still busy and i'm like okay like maybe we've got something here and from what it sounds like and from what i've seen from reviews it's actually like not a bad movie no i was again i was pleasant i was i was expecting it to be campier i just pulled it up uh rotten tomatoes has dungeons and dragons honor among thieves Give me a give me a give me a guess on critic and audience score for this. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but ninety-one. It is a ninety-one from critics and a ninety-four from the audience. So that's pretty damn like, that's good. pretty high. That's that's a like that that's a that's a uh, you know uh, an actual good movie, that's a- right? That's a real movie right there. That's a real movie, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. So, I I was pleasantly surprised. There's a lot of, like, gags in this that are just, like, like they get a little bit funnier the longer you think about them, even. Like, there's some things, there's, there's a character that shows up and, like, like does some stuff and then just kind of leaves. <laughs> but, like, that's the <laughs> gag, is they're like, they're like, wait, you're not going to help us? He's like... I have to go, and he just like he just leaves, right? And it's like, you know, uh, and th- and that's the that's the whole gag is is that he just he just straight up walks away, even though he was he was like a cool guy, um, you know, it, it's stuff like that that's uh, they they do it they they did a very good job with the movie. I was I was very pleasantly surprised. So if you haven't seen it, uh, it is I, I recommend go seeing it in theaters. I thought it was very worth it. Um, uh, it was I I was yeah I was I was. I was expecting it to be a little more campy, nerdy, you know, that kind of thing. And it was it was just a very watchable fantasy comedy that I you could take the whole family to see it. That's good. And I think that's honestly that's a, a good place to end the end this episode. 
I agree. I agree. I think that that's a good one. Um, we we came back for one. Hopefully, we can get some more out in succession, or at least close succession. I I'm not gonna commit anything. I'm a college yeah, student. Neither. It's April, it's April, so I've got finals week coming up. Uh, Ew, bro. Imagine. A lot, of, a lot of yeah. A lot of hey, dude. I graduated at the end of April. I'm graduating. I'm gonna this be is done. True. This, this is, is my true. last. This is my last finals week, and then I can actually go back to playing Magic consistently because I haven't been able to because my schedule's so busy. And like, I actually had a, a, a good friend of mine uh, like message me. And he's like, "Hey, are you like alive?" And I'm like, "No, I've got class and homework I gotta do. I can't make it to like weeklies or locals or anything like that." That's tough. I actually went so, to FNM like two weeks ago for the first time in a long time because I got one of my roommates to come. So nice. I did well. I, I think I think I was three and one. Oh, nice. So what what uh, what deck did you play? I'm I'm playing uh, blue living end is what I'm currently playing. Oh, is it mono blue living end or uh, crashing footfalls? It's not crashing footfalls. It is it is mono blue living end. Uh, well, okay. I mean, like, like it's it's blue splash. Like I, I run violent outburst, you know, and I and you know uh, whatever the oh, shardless so agent. You're not put you're not playing the as foretold version. No, I am not. No, um, it is. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's four color living end technically. You know, I, I run violent outburst and shardless, but everything else is blue, except for living end. Okay. Um, okay. I, I'll, I'll send you the deck list. It, it did pretty well. I lost to uh, mono red prowess because I drew two living ends in the in game three. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that. Uh, I, I, I had games. to. I, I living ended once, and then he. I had to chump block everything, and then I had to living end again for a board wipe. Um, and then I had already drawn one living end at that point, and I had a shardless in my hand, and I top decked my fourth living end, which I do run a full playset. Oh. But I top decked my fourth Dang. one, or else I would have. I literally. I would have won that game. I had. I'm gonna say I had at least like six or seven creatures in the graveyard. It was the just don't draw it, and then you drew it. I drew it, yeah, yeah, and I and I lost because of it. So, um, but yeah. it was it, it's fun. I'm trying I, to get I, my roommate to go. So, yeah, yeah. I top eighted a one k because somebody just drew it. I yeah, it, it feels bad, dude. And at the end of the game, he was like, he because I I started playing shardless agents um, for two two blockers. <laughs> And yeah. uh, and because I'm like I'm like I don't have any living ends left in my deck. Like I'm just gonna flip my whole deck if I if I go for this. And he's like, damn, that's yeah. That's I'm gonna turn L. this upside down. You can look at it, and I'll shuffle my deck. Yeah, I'm like I'm like that's and he's like that's that, that sucks. I get it, but that sucks. And I'm like yeah. And then the the game ends, and I just show him two living ends in my hand. He's like, yeah, that's actually that's so tough. Because I I would have won the game if I did not top deck that living end. It was so sad. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. We'll we'll I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on FNM and and how it's going uh, if we if we keep doing some nerd hub. Yeah, right on. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, we will yeah we'll we'll have another episode sometime. We won't commit to anything too too quickly, but uh, hopefully we get some more episodes out. So, um, Exelon, good luck on finals. Thank you for joining me today good to it was definitely good to be here i had a lot of fun yeah always always um so yeah thank you guys for listening as always i've been pinzo uh that's been Exlon. this podcast is donezo i guess i don't know do i normally do an outro like that for these 
I don't know. Okay. Uh, we're, we're just. Yeah, we're gonna call it there. Thanks for watching.